0: Good morning, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday, April 18th. Oh my goodness. We have the coffee here. I have been drinking coffee in the morning. I don't know. It's just been something I've been really liking to do. I gave up coffee for a while and I only did like tea, decaf tea, occasionally some black tea or green tea, which has some caffeine in it. But I don't know. Recently, I've just been drinking some coffee. It's one cup a day, maybe. Sometimes just like a quarter of a cup because I just like the taste of it. And I don't know. Don't don't get me started with decaf coffee. I'll do like a decaf latte, maybe. I'm more of like a chai latte person anyway. Ah, fun fact, my, my first job, actually my second job, my first job was at a mortgage office when I was like 12 years old. They didn't even ask how old I was. I'm pretty sure I wasn't. it wasn't even legal for me to work. But I was like taken care of. Some big ass shit at 12 years old. I was like the secretary and I was putting in like really serious information into all of these mortgage applications and yeah, taking care of like really big fucking checks for the uh, company that I worked for. The guys were Greek that I worked for. And if you know anything about Greek people, we uh, like to just do things easily. We like to do things ourselves. We like to do things easily. And so they spent the summer in Greece and. They needed a secretary, and they didn't really care about who they had. They just, like, trusted. Cool, that's a good person, and it fucking worked out. Also, it probably helped that I was Greek, Greek, Greek people generally really like other Greek people. Um, Greek people can, not all, but can also be quite racist It's towards anybody else that's just not Greek. It's just a thing. Some people are really nice, cool. But uh, my second job was at a cafe, and again, it was owned by a Greek person. (laughs) Pretty sure I also was not legal to work. Never signed any papers or anything like that. And I made some dank fucking coffee, y'all. Whatever dank means. I made some dank fucking coffee. Ooh, lattes, frappe, just amazing things. Okay, Um, which leads me to today's important topic. (laughs) We are actually on the microphone today. I'm not on my phone because this is probably gonna be longer than thirty minutes today. Um, Because I have 10 core beliefs that I live by, plus everything else that kind of comes through me. So we'll riff on a lot, and you'll get examples in health and in business, as I always do in relationships. And um, you'll take away exactly what you need. You were led here for a reason. So with that being said, let's have some coffee, and let's get into it. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this topic is because... One of the biggest things in my life that I shifted to shift my life and my external reality is my beliefs. And it's something that I have done so much work on, so much fucking work on. And, um, I believe, I believe, I believe that what we believe, (laughs) I believe that what we believe is possible is what actually happens. What we believe we deserve actually happens. What we believe I don't know in all areas is what we manifest. So if you believe you have to have all of these rules and all of these check boxes and all of these things that you need to do to receive x amount of money or receive x type of body or x relationship or whatever, that's what's going to happen. If you believe it's going to be it has to be hard, it has to be fucking hard. If you believe it gets to be easy, it gets to fucking be easy. And coming from somebody who used to live her life priding herself on how hard life was priding herself on all of the things that she overcame and priding herself on just always working and overworking and burning myself out and look what I can do and look what I can achieve and look what I can have it was not a conscious thing so when I say these things it was not a conscious thing it was a subconscious thing It was the only way that I knew how to live life now being on the other side of these 10 beliefs my life is so much fucking better easier more successful happier etc And so this morning during my meditation and breath work, I just had the clear download. I do like 20 minutes of breath work by Wim Hof. Um, Yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend it. There's like beginner ones and intermediate ones. There's some like breath holds, so it can kind of be challenging, but you can do it at your own pace or whatever. Um, Some people don't like the breath holds, find breath work that works for you, but I actually really like it. I like the feeling that I get. I like the clarity that I get, and I love doing it first thing. Literally, I wake up, I open my eyes. My husband has already used my iPad. He wakes up usually a little bit earlier than me, and um, he puts the iPad back. I have some headphones attached to it. I don't do the whole, like, AirPod things. That's fucking awful for our brain. I try not to as much as I can, so we use the old-fashioned, you know, cord ones, and I turn on Wim Hof, I do the breath work, I started with like three rounds of breath work and now it's five rounds and um, I do like the intermediate one, I think it's, it's 18 minutes or so, so almost 20 minutes and then it just clears my fucking head, it just, like I don't have any negative, like even if I do have some negative thoughts when I wake up, it just fucking, it just clears them and obviously I'm available for it to be cleared, you know, I used to have a lot of resistance around just feeling good all the time and just feeling Good first thing in the morning, like I have to do something, I have to fix something. Oh my goodness, these are all these problems. And of course, there are problems in my life. Of course, there are things that I can look at and be like, oh, that's not fucking good. I should fucking be worried about that. I should fucking struggle right now. I should perceive this as something that's bad. And I just don't. I just don't anymore because it's a fucking waste of goddamn energy. Listen, there's always gonna be shit, right? There's always, I mean, this can get into the 10 core beliefs. I don't know, make this number zero or negative one, because I'm sure I'll go through a few, but like, I just don't believe that I have to sit here and worry about things, and <laughs> I spend most of my life fucking worrying, why the fuck, I, well, I don't want to go back to that, so I don't, and breath work really fucking helps me, so first thing in the morning, before my brain gets to go into these negative spirals of everything that's wrong, it starts pinpointing everything, and then I start manifesting from it, and then I take action from it, and fuck that, we don't do that in my world, um, I find ways of getting those negative thoughts out. And I don't. it's not like I wake up and I'm like, I have to get the negative thoughts out. What do I do? No, it's just, hey, what's going to make me absolutely feel amazing? And doing breath work first thing in the morning has been really helpful over the past few months. I really love it. Sometimes I do breath work up to three times a day. It's been really powerful for me. And then I meditate. I either find a guided one that I like, I do it silent, or I do it um, with just uh, some sort of um, frequency, like, noise in the background, there's different, like, frequencies that you can listen to for different purposes, and I don't really give a fuck about the purposes, I just pick whichever one I feel called to on YouTube that pops up that day, and um, it's always perfect, and so during that, I just, like, got the massive download, hey, talk about your core beliefs, and then I listened to something by Wim Hof, I listened to something about one of my old mentors who really helped me shift a lot of my core beliefs, and Um, I was like, you know what, this is the fucking topic. This is what we're going to fucking talk about today. So here we are. I have my Be A Gold Digger cup. This is a cup that I, this is a mug that I got when I was first starting my business. And I use it every single morning that I'm working. And if you hear a pause, it's because I'm drinking some coffee. And so, yeah. And I have my my list of Ten things. So let's get into it. But yeah, let's put number zero as I don't believe I need to worry. I don't believe I need to struggle. Does that mean I won't experience hardships? Yes. Hardships are a natural thing. Challenges are a natural thing. But the struggle is a choice. The struggle is a leaning into, oh, this fucking sucks. And oh my goodness, ah, oh, I should be some Like it's just this negative thing that I've, I'm not playing into anymore. It's, I think struggling is a choice choosing struggling is a choice choosing to struggle is not a vibe that I play in anymore and that took a long I mean not even long like in the grand scheme of things I've been on this earth a little over 30 years in the grand scheme of things it's not long but it took me I think when I first started solidifying this over four years ago it was very easy for me and then I went through my spiritual awakening and I ended up deep in some like fucking challenging times and like the depths of your spiritual awakening are just honestly just some dark fucking times a lot of the time I've never seen it happen otherwise Um, and so I ended up deep in some struggles and really attaching myself to them and really sitting with my feelings and I needed to to process them and process some of my deepest like things that I was grieving from when I was a child and throughout the years but Um, it was probably about half of the past four years. It was a really big struggle for me. Like I, I fed into the struggle and I don't believe that I could have done it any other way. Um, sometimes you just need to be there, but when you live your entire life there, nah, bitch. And so (laughs) now I'm out of that. Now I'm out of that need to struggle and need to sit in the fucking shit. You guys know, I have a saying, like, if you're feeling some shit, like sit with the shit, Um, Smell the shit, but don't put your face in the shit. Like, Don't go down these negative fucking spirals, making it mean everything about how successful you are as a human, how good you are as a human, how successful your business can be, or project it onto your future, or even project it onto your now, like past experiences onto the now. I think everything comes up to help us heal and grow, and I guess that is uh, another belief that I don't have here. So let's call that negative one and zero. Negative one is I don't believe I need to struggle, and zero is... Um, everything that comes up is there for us to heal the most fucking trying times y'all are there for you to heal everything in life is a mirror, you get mirrored back, every belief you have you get mirrored back, every desire you have you get mirrored back, just everything your future self, your current self, your past self everything is literally just a mirror for the self internally and when you can just look at life at that, you can just look at it more objectively and What is coming up for me to heal in this moment? Why am I being triggered in this moment? I take responsibility for fucking everything. I guess all of these can technically be different core beliefs, but we'll just morph them into however I put it out there. But yeah, I take responsibility for everything. I believe everything that happens, I have a huge part in it. I've manifested it for a reason, even if it's something really fucking shitty, even if it's something that somebody else fucking did, even if it's something that you know, the world just, like, blames other people for everything, and I'll give an example, when, um, my fiance cheated on me, who's my current husband, Joe, um, it was, like, eh, 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 almost a year after we got engaged in our life, it was just quite hectic, we were quite angry, and miserable, we were going through some deep fucking struggles, uh, just, like, trying to go, 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 always working, we were building a business, I was hauling ass, I was working multiple jobs, and running a business, and, We were just mean to each other we lost connection with ourselves we lost connection with each other and uh he kissed another girl and he told me like a few days after that he did it he just like couldn't keep it in and I appreciated it well no not at the moment I fucking threw a ring at him and was like fuck you (laughs) I went to my sister's house but um then I just I just sat with it I just sat with like okay do she move fucking do she move we just can just establish that do she move but what part of me created that? What part of me manifested that in my life? What part of me, I don't want to say deserved that, but what part of me like basically created it? You know, I believe that we get, we deserve what we, we deserve everything. We deserve what we think that we deserve. We deserve what we desire. And at that moment, I didn't even know if I had tapped into what I desired. Like I was just living my life as a headless chicken, stressed, anxious, angry. I was struggling with binge eating. I was smoking weed nightly. I was drinking a fuck ton of alcohol throughout the week and I wasn't living up to my true fucking potential and I honestly didn't like myself I was quite mean to myself I you know just had all these coping mechanisms that were coming up and it just really sat with me that like I wasn't becoming an entrepreneur like I had fucking wanted. I was trying and trying and trying, but I was burning myself out and you cannot fucking build a successful business and be burnt out. It just, I mean, some people are able to push past it, but you'll just end up becoming a miserable human. So, you know, do you want to be a miserable human and burnt out with a lot of money? Or do you want to be a happy human who's not burnt out with a lot of money? Both realities are fucking available. And uh, I realized I was choosing a reality where I fucking sucked to myself. I sucked in my relationship. And honestly, like if he didn't cheat on me, I was probably eventually going to cheat on him if we kept going, like we weren't having sex, like we weren't, we weren't nice to each other. And so I really just started looking at what role do I play in every area of my life? what role do I play? And I had to close my meal prep business at that time. What role do I play in my binge eating? Like, where can I take massive responsibility? Because as you take massive responsibility, you get to, you you feel a sense of freedom. You feel a sense of, I have control. I have power. You have power in every single experience of your life. And so I started to just look at that dynamic and it just changed my fucking life. Now, anything that happens Yes, I, I, I deal with the feelings and yes, I grieve and I process whatever's coming up. I just don't go down these negative spirals of, oh my goodness, I'm the victim and oh my goodness, this happened to me and oh, this coach didn't do this and this coach said this and this person said this. Like, I don't play in that game. I, I play in the arena of I have control and complete power in my life to go after what I desire, to have everything and I attract everything to me. So if somebody says something I don't like, I look at why did I want that? What part of me attracted that to my life? If somebody does something I don't like or I invest in something and I don't feel like I got the right, you know, the right outcome or the thing that I paid for, I look at, well, what did I get? Maybe I didn't get what I thought I wanted, but I got what I fucking needed. I think there's, what, what is that song? You can't always get what you want. You just might get what you need. What is that song? I don't uh, know. I think it's a Hollow Notes song. I hate Hollow Notes. I'm not, I mean, I'm pretty sure they were before my time or maybe like when I was like two years old. But it's such a good song because you don't always get what you want, but you always get what you need. And then eventually, as you get what you need, then you get what you want. But I believe that everything I desire is meant for me, which brings me to numero uno, number one. Everything I desire is meant for me. Just point blank. Everything I desire is meant for me. I used to live in this world. Of, and, and I like to reflect back a lot when I teach and when I coach. And I like to give examples of these things because there's going to be a point in my life five years from now where I'm not going to remember what it was like to be the past version of Johnny like four years ago. Oh, I just got chills as I said that. But it's just true. So I like to document it now. I like to share it now. I like to teach now because it'll help people earlier on in their journey, even once I am you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years into being a wildly successful entrepreneur, wow, that's a long fucking time, oh my goodness, I'm just like really fucking happy I made it to four years, but like, (laughs) I don't doubt that that's going to happen, I know that that's going to happen, I'm only available for that, right, and so I like to reflect back and say, I used to live in a world of this, to show what it's like in my progression now, or my progression now is even just one step, you know, whatever, a hundred steps, however many steps I've taken if you wanted to quantify it. To being an entrepreneur for 40 fucking years who has a life where she's deeply thriving in ways that I couldn't even imagine right now. Like, I, I don't even know what that, that would look like. But I know the next vision of my life, right? Or the next version of my life that I'm craving. But it's just like this constant up-leveling process is just a natural way of being. And it's because of my core belief that everything I desire is meant for me everything I desire now, everything I will desire next year, everything that I will desire the following year. And sometimes I won't directly get it. I will get what I need. I will get the lesson from the universe to help me be a match for that, but I will get it. I have no doubt. That or something better. My husband and I were talking about some stuff yesterday, and we just kept saying, like, this or something better. I see it this way, but if there's something better, universe, we're fucking available for it. And sometimes the something better doesn't look immediately better, and that's okay you know, I was asking for up levels in my relationship and up levels in my finances and up levels in my business and up levels, honestly, in most areas of my life. And then the universe started bringing, like, like all of these feelings came up within me of everything that is wrong, everything that is wrong in my relationship, everything that's not serving me in my relationship, all the things I do desire from a man, all the things that I do desire as being a wife, all the things I do desire in all of these areas. And what got highlighted was how wrong I'm living, like how incongruent with what I desire. Like, that's the way that I'm living. And, you know, some people might look at it as like, oh, well, that's a failure. Oh, well, just leave the relationship and find a new one. Oh, we'll do this. Oh, we'll do that. And it's just like, I believe you can heal and grow through anything and everything. And if you have a willing partner, if you are willing to grow through the hardest seasons of your business, if you're willing to grow through the hardest seasons of your marriage, if you're willing to grow through the hardest seasons of whatever, you will make it out. Sometimes you're just not willing and that's fine. You know, that's also fucking fine. Then it's evident that you want something different, right? But you can't say you want something and then be given the lessons to actually get the thing that you want and then not learn the lessons and not grow through it, right? This is where people, especially in marriage, like, I mean, in any area, they'll try and build different businesses. I did that for 10 years, and the problems just kept following me because I wasn't fucking learning the fucking lessons. And, I mean, in marriage, this is why people get divorced and then just end up in the same relationships and with the same fucking problems, just in different fucking ways, and they haven't grown as a a human. Um, One of my biggest fucking core beliefs, I don't know how I didn't put it on here, is, I don't know, let's call this 1.5. 1.5 is... Oh, fuck, what is the Damn it, now I just sidetracked myself. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, yay, okay, I got it. Also, I'm sorry you guys can hear the fucking beeping in the background. I think on my podcast on my phone, you can't hear the beeping on the um, trucks, but apparently on my microphone, you fucking can, which is crazy. I'm sure that there's a setting on here that I just don't fucking know how to work where you won't hear the beeping but on the phone like anchor has like something where you can enhance the audio and the phone itself has a filter that you could just have the microphone on for your voice and it filters everything else out so I guess the quality is better not on my fancy equipment well actually this isn't quite fancy it was a $30 microphone (laughs) maybe that's why you could hear it Anyway, I'll continue to do most of them on my phone unless they're longer like this one. But yeah, the answer to everything that you desire is growing as a human. Answer to the business growth that you desire is growing as a human. The answer to the relationship that you desire is growing as a human. And the answer to the health that you desire is growing as a human. It's always growth. Growth, 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 growth. If you're not growing, you're dying, and that kind of fucking sucks. I mean, you can either stay where you are or you could grow. Which one are you going to choose? And when I started to solidify that I was going to constantly grow, that my sole focus was going to be to grow into the happiest version of myself, the most deeply thriving version of myself... Everything else literally fucking follows because if you're your happiest self, if you're your deeply thriving self, what are you going to be doing for work? You're going to be doing the business that you fucking want. You're going to be working with the clients that you want. You're going to be making your business fucking easier for yourself. You're going to put say the things that you want to say in the really fucking easy, powerful, impactful way. And, of course, you're going to attract massive amounts of money because you're deeply thriving. And the version of you who has all the money that you desire is also deeply thriving, Wow, I'm talking really fast. This is this is fun this morning. <laughs> Two sips of coffee in, and here we are. No, but it's true. Um, as you're you're like as you grow as a human, you realize what's not serving you anymore in your health. You realize what behaviors aren't serving you. When I started real like. Of course, I knew that binge eating was not serving me. Of course, I knew that trying to eat 1400 calories when I was a heavy fucking weightlifter. And I was, you know, lifting 225 pounds, 255 pounds at the time of my deadlifts. And, you know, I was just insanely fucking strong and doing cardio and getting a massive amount of activity in because I was a personal trainer at the time. And, you know, of course, I knew that That wasn't serving me because then I would go and binge on a fuck ton of shit. Like, I mean, rows and rows of Oreos in the evening, rows and rows of, not rows and rows, but um, tons of chips, tons of M&Ms, tons of chocolate, just, it was like an uncontrollable, I couldn't stop myself. So yes, part of the problem was I needed to eat more calories and I I didn't even sit back to acknowledge that. I was so busy just doing. I didn't even sit back to fucking acknowledge, hey, maybe I should fucking eat more Because I was a dietitian, I was learning to be a dietitian, and I put it in the calorie calculator, and this is what it said. And I thought I had to continuously lose weight. Well, the answer wasn't losing weight, the answer was changing my body composition. Changing your body composition is very different than losing weight. And nourishing yourself enough, really fucking well, to the point where you're actually satisfied every single day can lead you to a really beautiful body. I don't know if you guys know that. But uh, your body's hungry for a fucking reason, and yes, you might have this idea that you have to be a certain weight, or you have to eat a certain amount, or that you have to have a certain body's fat, fat percentage, and these are the whole list of things that you need to do in order to get there, but it's actually way fucking easier. I know I'm not at the body fat percentage I would like currently, and no, I don't have the ideal body that I desire yet, but I'm strongly on my fucking way there without making myself goddamn miserable. And so I'm not here for that, like, whole bulk cut type thing or cut calories, increase calories. Like, I'm just going to eat as it feels good. I'm going to nourish myself really well with lots of vegetables and fruits and protein, um, good grains, you know, and not make it fucking complicated. But anyway, because I I started focusing on growth instead of calories, (laughs) I started looking at how is this serving me you know what I mean how is me trying to calorie count serving me or me actually calorie counting serving me how is me doing this serving me I started looking at everything of is this helping me grow or is is my body fighting this you know what I mean and I stopped trying to fight myself I stopped trying to put things in my life that I just thought that I needed to do or a textbook told me to or my certification told me to or the fitness community told me to or my parents told me to or whatever and I just stopped doing things because I thought I needed to and I just started to really focus on growing as a human and that growth led me in the fucking right in the right direction of healing my relationship with binge eating of healing my relationship with myself and then my binge eating healed itself so yes part of it was actually eating enough we know that that if you're in this space you know that that will solve most of your fucking problems around food just eating enough But then from that place, I didn't trust myself. I didn't love myself. I didn't have unconditional love for myself. And that was reflected in my body dysmorphia. That was reflected in my constant need for a different body. That was reflected in my constant hate for my body, in my need to take 75 pictures and put them next to each other and compare, does my waist look actually different or is it just the angle and you know, weigh myself, and oh my goodness, I was down two pounds, and I'm up two pounds, and all, you know, like even if you don't have any negativity associated with the number, there is still a sense of control that you have with that number, and it just, I just don't think it needs to be that complicated, and so as I started to prioritize human growth, everything else just literally fell into place, my business fell into place, obviously I did the work, I showed the fuck up, I hired coaches in all areas that I, you know, was unsure about, and that I needed support in, And I just kept going, kept going. Is this helping me grow? Cool. Going to invest in it. Going to put my time into it. Is this not helping me grow? Is this feeling weird? Is this fucking exhausting me? Cool. Am I stressing about this? Cool. No longer going to do it. Right? So it's 1.5. Your success as a human is dependent on your growth. And your happiness too. Okay. Number two. Your happiness is dependent on your growth. That's what I meant by that. Okay. Number two, the big vision I have for my life is meant for me. I mean, what else would there be? <laughs> Yesterday, the topic on my Instagram was the vision for your business. How important it is to have the vision for your business. Now, this is important in all areas of your life. Just have a vision for your life that you desire and it will manifest. Not like you don't have to do the work. You know, I I, I personally get really fucking annoyed when people teach manifestation or they're like preaching it and I mean some some of these people like I know pretty well and they're like yeah I have the vision I know it's working but then every single day they're like oh my goodness I don't know what I'm doing I don't know how I'm doing this I can't do this I don't believe in myself and I'm like okay well that's not how your vision is going to manifest so it's not just as simple as having the vision yes have the vision but then you show up for the work Then you pay attention to the inspired action. Then you take the inspired action. Then you hire the fuck out of coaches who help you believe in yourself because it's probably really difficult to do it on your own. I know I couldn't. Um, And yeah, you go fully after it. You know, it's not just like the vision is there and it's going to happen. The vision is there, it's going to happen when you choose it. You know what I mean? It's not just like it's going to happen because it's there and the universe universe responds to you. The, The universe supports you by responding to you so if your constant natural way of being is i don't believe in myself then who cares what vision you have or who cares what belief you have that it can happen or who cares about anything if you don't actually believe that it could fucking happen right so yes have the big vision for your life know that it is meant for you but it's a knowing and an acting on how could you know something that you're not acting on you know what i mean like do you really know it if you're not acting on it i don't believe you are I believe you're still scared. I believe that you're still feeding into fear. I believe that you're still feeding into limit limitations. I don't have the money to do that. I can't do that. Not right now, just after this. I mean, there was a point where I got in my life where I just was like, I have so many goddamn fucking excuses. I was saying I don't have the money for a business coach, even though I really didn't know what a business coach was. I was just following Amanda Bucci at the time, who was my first business coach, and I'd followed her for years as a fitness influencer, and I was big hard girl, hardcore fangirling on her. I'm sure I'm a fangirl to at least one person so thank you if you're that one person (laughs) or you're fangirling on me rather you know like I just was so inspired by what she was doing in all areas of her life and I loved her and then she ended up becoming a business coach and you know, I had delayed it for three fucking years. She had run her program for three years and I was following her. And every time I was like, Oh my goodness, I can't do this. Oh my goodness. I'm not ready. Oh my goodness. I don't have the money. Oh my. And then eventually I was like, Oh, this is the third. year. I believe it was three years. It could have been like a year and a half actually, but I believe that it was three years, but I don't know. I don't know the structure of her entire business, you know? So yeah, it was a long time where I realized, oh, I'm not in any better of a place. I don't actually believe in myself anymore. I'm still struggling with money, and, like, I'm not any closer. So, huh, do I just do the thing now? Oh, okay, I just do the thing now. I just do everything that I want now. Everything that I desire, I just do it now. And that became my standard, right? And sometimes it wasn't as easy as like, that was like a clear cut decision for me. Sometimes it hasn't been as easy and that's fine, you know, but I started living by the fact that the big vision I had for my business, the big vision I had for my health, the big vision I had for the luxurious life, the big vision that I had for my income, the big vision I had for the impact, the big vision I had for the beautiful relationships, everything was meant for me. And that was really a big shift because before that, I was just like, oh, one day it'll come true. And, you know, I never really gave power to it. I think here's what I like to do. I like to get so deeply connected to the vision that I have for every area of my life to the point where it feels just a natural byproduct of me just existing on this earth, me showing up, me prioritizing growth. I, listen, I don't know what the right coaches are to pay, but you bet your ass I'm going to keep paying fucking coaches till I get there. I don't believe I need a coach, but I love having coaches, so I fucking do it. Um, I love people seeing things before me. I, the times in my life, I mean, it's been only been like maybe six months that I haven't had a full one on one coach or a group coach. Like, I hadn't had a coach in my life. I was doing more like do it yourself courses, which definitely served me. But it was a lot harder. I kept ping ponging between ideas. I kept second guessing myself. I didn't have someone to bounce my ideas off of and put them down on paper. And of course, I can do that myself. But I just kept like stalling. I kept getting lost. I kept, I don't know ping-ponging and like my business didn't fucking grow and since I've been with a coach again I was like oh fuck yes of course and it's not anything magical that they did it was the state of certainty that I put myself into in investing and saying like yeah this is the right fucking move so I just believe everything I do is the right fucking move and of course I've paid coaches I mean some I've even paid 30k just for two months of coaching and I did not get what I thought I was getting or needed but I or wanted but I got what I needed you know, you can't always get what you want. You get what you need. <laughs> it's just so true. I feel like that's the theme song of the day. I'll probably make a reel on it today. But you can either be scared of the big vision that you have for your life, and not and not even develop it. You know, before I started doing vision work and my man, I started embarked on my manifestation journey. I didn't actually like put it into paper. Like I knew deep down I was meant for entrepreneurship. I knew that I was meant to have a massive impact on the health and happiness of the world. I didn't actually say those words. You know, I was just kind of lally gagging trying things, hoping that this time it was going to be the thing putting energy and a fuck ton of money into different businesses and kind of trying it and yes going all in like you guys know me I go all the fuck in but very quickly I would go the fuck out or if I went all in I would just be all in to the point where I was burnt out and I didn't trust myself that this was going to work and I kept staying in other jobs that kept burning me out and second-guessing myself and energetically draining and yeah that goes in all areas of fucking life you got to go all in and I've been really sitting with like how do I not get overwhelmed with the big vision I have because it's really big like I'm nowhere fucking near it y'all like I have what I used to want but in a lot of ways but you know the next vision is even bigger and I've worked with a ton of clients especially in big in business in business where we start talking about the vision and they fucking flip the fuck out and that's because they don't have the beliefs to support it. And getting clear on your vision is the first thing I teach you as a business coach. So if you're just going to flip the fuck out and run away from your business because now you start actually honoring the belief, please don't work with me. Work on your beliefs first. I have programs for that. Come into those. But, I mean, we can work on the vision and the beliefs at the same fucking time. But you have to be ready to fucking look at your vision. And I believe we're always fucking ready. You're just leaning into fear over fucking belief and that's what I just started to really hone in on I started to hone in on what is the vision and of course it's meant for me what is the vision and I don't believe I have to know how to get there you know what I mean I think people flip the fuck out because they don't they think that they have to know how to get there they get overwhelmed with like but how am I gonna make that happen well I'm gonna make that happen by being where I am today and taking one fucking step and putting out the one fucking podcast and putting out my posts for the day and coaching my clients and creating my courses and creating the sales page and sending out I have some some of you who are waiting for like offers for my new program Align and Thrive and some offers for my one-on-one coaching and so I have those sales pages almost finalized so I'm sending that out to you today it's like I don't I don't need it to add up right now to know how I'm going to get there in the future like I just don't put pressure on that but I get excited about the vision I get excited about like, fuck yes, that's where I'm going. Fuck yes, that's what I'm creating. I literally have filtered my brain so much to only believe in the fuck yesness of the vision that I'm creating. So that's how you don't get overwhelmed. You know, And in Align and Thrive, it's my newest business six-week business group coaching program. We combine manifestation and business strategy to either align or realign everything in your life to add up to the business that you desire. It's six weeks. We're going to haul ass, not in an overwhelming way, but in a fuck-yes way, in a way that you're finally saying yes to what it is that you're ready to cultivate right now. We're bringing it to life. We're putting it on paper, and we're creating the beliefs around it. It's really fucking beautiful. And so the first step that we do, week one, is come up with a vision for your business. This could be realigning your current business and going bigger with it or changing it or expanding it or pivoting it. Or this can be what you're starting, you know, and some people need to start with a smaller vision. I went full force on six figures. Now six figures is not a big vision to me. It's quite a small vision because I've done it many times, but you know what I mean? It was a vision where I was fucking scared. I had, I mean, I'd maybe made like 20 or $30,000 maximum in a year before that. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to build this from scratch i don't know what the fuck i'm doing online i failed so many times how am i going to do six figures and i was like well that's not going to serve me so it's a belief that is going to serve me cool i can do this okay that's what i'm going to try and believe i'm going to try and believe it until i actually fucking believe it and every fucking day you bet your ass i did the work you know it's not just like i said i was going to try it's like i did it i did the work to look at why don't i believe in myself every thought that came up that said i didn't believe in myself or i couldn't do it i just shifted and every single day I've filtered it. So now a million dollars is the next fucking goal. And now that feels super fucking tangible, even though I'm nowhere fucking near it. It's, I don't, I, I've filtered everything so deeply to know that the vision I have for every area is is meant for me and now it's just a byproduct of me believing in the universe just a byproduct of me being connected to myself the visions we have come from the depths of our soul of what we came into this physical body to actually pursue and do so you don't have to be scared of that how could you be scared of something that's meant for you How could you be scared of fucking something that is meant for you, that the universe gave you, that before you came into this physical body, you created a soul contract with yourself, with the past version of yourself, with those around you, whoever, that you were going to come into this physical body and express this vision that you have? How could you fucking be scared of that? Yeah? Fear is just conditioning. Fear is everybody told you you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Everybody told you that you can't have that. Everybody told you your metabolism is going to slow down after 50. Everybody told you that life was just going to be so fucking hard and no one's ever going to be abundant with money. I mean, some of my closest family members have the biggest scarcity mindsets I have ever fucking seen in my life. And every day when I talk to them, all I see is scarcity. All I see is scarcity, but I identify it as their belief. identify it as that's their experience with money. I identify it as that's their choice. And I have the power to choose, which leads me to core belief. Number three that I live by is I don't think about fear in any way. I don't think about scarcity. I don't think about fear literally when even sometimes my husband comes to me and I'm just like, listen, listen, bitch, I don't want your fucking scarcity key. And like, he's big in like what's going on with the economy and he's in real estate and he, uh, he wholesales houses and you know, we're going to invest in real estate ourselves soon and flip houses and all that stuff and you know he comes to me and he's just like oh yeah the economy this and I don't know we're gonna go through like a depression or some shit I don't know And I'm just like listen I I, I don't need to know this he's like oh well the American dollar it's decreasing in value I'm like I really don't care okay <laughs> I really don't, it literally, I'm like, can I still charge what I want? Yes. Can I still create low price courses? Yes. Can I still create high price courses? Yes. Will there still be people with money? Yes. Will there still be people not with money? Yes. Do we still have the power to attract what we want? Yes. That's all I need to fucking know. You know, so I just, I literally, to this point, I shut people down. And I don't try and convince him. I've tried that. I don't... Tr- I mean, sometimes I will, and I'll say something and be like, cool. I literally would just list out the things that I just said to you guys. And I'm like, okay, then I don't want to have this conversation. Is it going to help me in my business anyway? Is it going to help me in my life anyway? No, it's just going to make me scared. Cool, don't entertain it. That's why I don't watch the fucking news either. It's why I don't go on Yahoo News. I don't know. Yeah, like I have the Yahoo email or whatever, and I do have Gmail as well, but Yahoo's my personal one. And... You know, they just have stupid fucking headlines and stupid fucking stories. And obviously there's a part of me that, that it like catches my eye. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should read this. And I'm like, no, bitch, you don't fucking need to read that. You know, I'm going to take care of the shit myself. And I'm going to learn my own fucking lessons. And if it doesn't impact me right now or, you know, in the future type thing, I'm not fucking listening to it. You know, I'm still going to make the amount of money I desire. I'm still going to grow my business the way I want. I just don't entertain fear. do you Do you understand that? Like, I don't entertain it in my mind. I don't entertain the possibility of what I desire not being a thing. I don't entertain my ego when it comes up and it tells me, oh, well, that person doesn't want to work with you. There's no more fucking clients left, which has happened a lot throughout my business. I don't know why, but who cares why? I'm just not entertaining it. I'm not creating it. You know, sure, there's a fear of abandonment, a fear of whatever deep down. And I I will heal that. But when, you know, okay, so here's what I see spiritual people understand that, Hey, I have a fear of abandonment. And that's why I'm scared that this client is going to leave me and fucking hate me and talk shit about me. And no one's ever going to sign up with me again. It's a fear that many entrepreneurs have. And we manifest from it. I've manifested from it when I gave it power. And so we see the, we see the wound, we see the deeper thing, and then we just leave it there. (laughs) I have a worthiness wound. I have an abandonment wound. Okay, well, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to keep creating from it? Or are you going to fucking heal it? Are you going to do the work to look at it? And then when you come back to your business today, like even before you feel like you've healed it today, when that thing comes up, that fear comes up of I can't do it this way because I can't have this because this person hates me because what are you going to do about it? Are you going to leave that belief in you or are you going to shift it? And I just started shifting it because that became a way fucking better way of living. And of course, I'll look at my shit. Of course, I'll look at why do I feel that? Of course, I will look at what, what role did I play for this person to say that to me? Or what role did I play in you know, this client not getting their results or whatever? But I ultimately know that everything in every single one of our lives is a mirror everything, which means that any client that came to me and didn't get the result that they desired got what they fucking need. You can always get what you want. You get what you need, right? (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't sound awful on the other side. Like my intonation doesn't sound bad in my head. So, and my voice doesn't sound bad in my head. I feel like I can carry a tune, but for all I know, I'm gonna listen back to this. It's gonna sound like a fucking cat scratching, <laughs> scratching a, a chalkboard or whatever. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it doesn't. But you know what I mean. Like, I just I believe that everybody gets what what they what they need in that moment, and so whether it's somebody who hates you, or someone who says no to you, or a client who doesn't resign, or a client who sends you a hate email. Again, it's happened twice in all of my fucking career coaching for 14 fucking years so clearly it's not fucking me right but of course I play a part in everything and just you know like looking at things just objectively as everybody has power and my power is to give you my best and as long as I give you my best I fucking know that I did my job as long as I gave you what I agreed to give you I did my fucking job as long as I showed up in the relationship in a way that I felt powerful and I felt Um, Generous, and I felt, you know, I have my values. I have my standards. That's all I need to fucking live by. I don't need to live by other people's standards. I live by my own fucking standards. It's not going to please everybody, and that's fine, even if you pay me a lot of money. That's fine. That's why we have contracts in place, right, to protect ourselves, protect our business, and help the client see that, hey, your results are your fucking problem. Your results are your fucking um, outcome, right? For Align and Thrive, um, one of the things that I have on the checkout page Besides my terms and conditions, which is a contract of agreement of what I will show up for and what you will show up for, is is um, you know this is a program for people who fully take responsibility for their results. Not that I'm not going to show up for you, not that I'm not going to give you my part, not that I'm not going to push you and help you see things and help you look at your triggers and help you look at everything that comes up preventing you from building the business in these ways that I have laid out, but you agree to show up, you agree to ask for help, you agree to ask what you need, right? You have to take that full responsibility. And if we are leaning into the side of fear, what ends up happening is we end up blaming everybody else. We end up being the victim. We end up saying, well, you did this, you did that. I literally had a client one time blame me for all the decisions she made (laughs) in her life. At the time when we were coaching, <laughs> which I would never tell you to do something or don't do something, I say, What do you want to do? Okay, go and do that. <laughs> what feels more powerful? Why are you choosing this over that? <laughs> I literally have it all in voice memos. And then I get this complaint that, you know, all of these things she made because, meanwhile, when she came to me, she also made the claim that other people were forcing her to make her decisions. And I should have looked at that as like an, oh, okay, we need to look at that pattern. We need to look at that or I don't take that client on. So now I have a standard in my, in my experience with clients that, hey, if you are sitting there blaming coaches to me, complaining about other coaches in your life, if you are sitting there um, you know, uh, saying how everybody else failed you and how you're the victim of all of this and how this didn't work for you because of this, if you're just giving power to problems, and you're going to play the victim and you're going to say, this person made me do this and this person made me, and this person, I'm not taking you on into my fucking space, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, we learn and we grow. And of course I looked at my dynamic and that I'm always willing to look at my di- that dynamic, but I'm not willing to look at it from fear. I'm not willing to feed into the fear of this is now going to be my experience with everybody else. I'm willing to learn and grow from it and set new standards and look at my shit and look at how I should have, and look at how I could shift things. And that's why I'm shifting it. I'm always willing to look at myself, right? It's always a two-sided street. But stop thinking about fear. It's either fear or your higher self. Which one are you going to pick, okay? And choose to surround yourself with clients, with people, with... Even in my marriage, like, one of the reasons why I'm really fighting for my fucking marriage is because he's so willing to really look at what is his part in everything. He's not just saying, you did this, you did that, you did that. I feel like so many couples get divorced and then they just get really bitter about this person did this and she stopped doing this and he said this and that time he did this it really pissed me off and he controlled me like one of my really close family members has this idea that she was really being controlled by her husband and now they're divorced but I mean I was very close to that relationship and no like you still had free will like he was not abusive he was not you know he he didn't force you against your will like you chose everything that you did but it's easier to say this person did this I'm a victim to this society did this even as a dietician last example I will give like it's like we're taught we just have to struggle we have to um only make fifty thousand dollars until I don't know ten years in then we can do this like No, you know, oh, you have to work clinical before you work as a private practice or as, you know, I mean, they didn't even talk about online coaching because that was a whole stigma against it because, oh, online coaches, anybody could be a coach. Yeah, anybody could be be a coach and anybody could be brilliant. Just because you're a dietitian doesn't mean that you're any fucking better than anybody else. There's tons of brilliant people in the fucking world who aren't dietitians. So both are valid, but let's stop shitting on each other, right? And so as a dietitian, I was taught all these stupid things that just kept me in fear, you know? That kept me in fucking fear. So which one are you going to show up from? From fear, from blame, from victim, or from power, right? And sure, I might piss people off or that I might trigger you. Cool, look at the trigger. You know, I'm not saying anything bad about anybody, but look at the trigger, okay? Okay, number four is one of my favorite ones. It's the way I feel most inspired to show up is the best way. And this is something that really got instilled by me by a few of my mentors over the years. And listen, when you feel most inspired, when you feel most fulfilled, When you feel like, fuck yes, like this morning, I was like, fuck yes, I get to create this podcast. Literally, you guys know the story of the podcast growing massively because I started fucking posting every day. There was a part of me that was like, who the fuck is going to listen to you every day? I blab my ass off on stories every day. I write tons of fucking emails, some weeks or more than others, depending on what I have going on. I'm I'm a one man show right now in terms of emails and content. So, you know, sometimes I get more out than others, but I sometimes have more energy for things and that's fine. But that's the thing. Like, I feel most inspired on podcasts. I could literally ramble with teachings and coaching and and saying everything that I desire to say. And it just comes out like fucking fire. And some people might listen to every single thing. Some people only might like the short ones, whatever. You do you. But it became this the most inspire, inspiring th- way for me to share content, and of course, it started taking off, the amount of listeners I had increased every week, the amount of subscribers I have, I don't know who you guys fucking are, because nobody ever tells me that they listen to my podcast, but I thank you, I'm so grateful for you to be here, if you could just tell me, like, just so I know, like, even just if, I mean, I know a few of you who listen to my podcast, some of you tell me, but there's a lot more people who have not told me, And um, I get that I usually don't like share people's podcasts and stuff, but it would mean the world to me if you did or even just shared it with me. That makes me really happy. But the most inspired way for you to show up in all areas of your life is the way that you're meant to show up. This doesn't mean that there won't be some resistance around it. You know, again, I had the inspired action to, hey, post in your podcast more. And then the resistance was, bitch, who the fuck's going to listen to you every fucking day? You blab so much, so often in giant fucking circles. Who's going to listen to you? And I was like, okay, well, how is it working out for me not using that? Cool, my content in other areas isn't taking off like I want my content in other areas isn't selling as easily as I want to. It's not as clear about my podcast is where everything is fucking clear. So let me hone that in. I honed in on the marketing. I honed honed in on the SEO for the title. I honed in on how often I was going to put it out and what felt good. And now I share it all the time. And now all the time, it's fucking growing crazily it's fucking grown. we have close to 700 listens just this month which is crazy because i'm pretty sure all of last year it was maybe like 100 or 200 like it was quite small and so it's just insane so when you take the inspired action hey i want to hire this coach because i feel like she's fucking really good for me or he's really good for me i've never really hired a dude honestly i've only hired women um it's just who i relate to the fucking most I have had other people like in my space, like some of my coaches in the past have had um, partners who were men and who would like give me advice or some of them live here in Austin. So I would go there and I would interact with them and I really value them. Um, But I don't know. I've just always been drawn to women and whatever, that's fine. And so it's just like, You know, maybe she is somebody who you're like, fuck yes, I need to be in that space. Maybe it's my new Align and Thrive program. Maybe it's, you know, me as a one on one coach. Maybe it's me in other ways. Just DM me, I'm here for you. You know, maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's you start a podcast before you even go on Instagram. You're like, wait, but how? how who's going to listen to me? Maybe it's you start a YouTube. I was talking to a client last week, and you know she was talking about starting a YouTube, and even though she's been on fucking social media for so long and has a wildly successful business, there's still a part of her that's having resistance to doing YouTube, but she's like, I know it's the right fucking move. Okay, so just do it. As spiritual people, we can get so caught up in, but there's resistance, but I have to figure it out. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't. I made multiple six figures before I even ever acknowledged my resistance. I saw it. And I was just like, cool, we ain't doing that anymore. (laughs) Is there a better way to go about it? Maybe. I don't know. It served me at the time. You know? And so honor what feels most inspired. You know, be that spiritual human that honors what feels most inspired, and you do it. You know, yesterday I talked about on the podcast how you know, I'm very picky with who I let into my space. Today, we're talking about some standards as well, but mainly around clients. But this, I mean, in general, like if you don't take accountability and responsibility, okay, I was at a bar on Sunday, which I often don't go to mainly for this reason. But some people from my apartment complex invited me and I really liked them. So we went and then they invited other people and uh, just... It was an interesting experience. There were some people at the table who... And I'm just not a group person. I'm very picky, again, with who I lend into my space and who I even want to listen to. It's just a thing. And so, (laughs) call me bitchy, I call myself selective, energetically selective, and there were just some people there who just, like, they were just playing the victim in so many scenarios, and then talking badly about other people, and shitting on people, and all of this stuff, and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is doing me no good as a fucking human, like, I'd rather have more inspiring conversations, but... You know, if you don't take accountability for your life, I'm not probably not going to want to spend much time with you. If you don't make decisions and fully go after them, you know, you can struggle in the meantime, but you're still moving towards them. Cool, I probably won't let you in my space if you don't. Like, I require people to show up for themselves as leaders of their life. I do not settle any other way. And it's not inspiring to me to be around you, so I'm not going to be around you if you don't inspire me. Like, feeling inspired, feeling pa- passionate, feeling happy in all areas, like, it's just a requirement for me, and so if you're not here for those types of conversations, then I probably won't spend much time with you, you know what I mean? So focus on the way that you feel inspired to show up, focus on surrounding yourself with people who make you feel inspired to show up, focus on thoughts that make you feel inspired to show up, and of course, that means there's going to be resistance, right, but own up to it. Again, there's another couple who uh, is in the apartment complex that we live in and they go to the gym that we go to. And again, my husband and I are manifesting friends. We have just, I don't know had our heads down in our businesses like somewhat in communities, but not really making like really good friends. We've tried with a few different couples and it just really hasn't taken off. And so we we're very clear on the fact that, hey, universe, we want some friends. So we have all these opportunities coming come up. Some of them good. Some of them, you know, are mirrors for what we don't want. And so this couple is just like, it, they mirror kind of what we really value. They're weightlifters. Um, they're really just chill humans. They're really nice. They're really easygoing, easy to get along with. I don't know anything else besides that. So we're going to hang out with them and we're going to see what the fuck happens. You know, but I could either look at this and be like, oh, there's resistance because the last people fucking sucked or in some way they didn't at all. But, you know, the other people we were, I can come up with all these reasons as to why I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it because I feel inspired and I'm going to try it out. You try it out and you shift it. If my podcast didn't start taking off, if for some reason I started having like more negativity around it than positivity and I couldn't work through it or whatever, I wouldn't have kept going, you know, but do the thing that's on your fucking heart and go all in on it. Go all in on it, especially in entrepreneurship there's so many people who just sit here and is like, I know I meant for this. I know that I meant to do this. And, but I've already invested. But this, but that, okay, well, you're either going to go towards it or not. Like, one of the things that I really live by is, like, I'm either going to make this decision to do it or the decision not to do it. What am I going to do? And if I make the decision to do it, the, the option of it not happening is just not a thing. You know? And so when I make the decision to do something, I just, I do everything that comes up that's inspired to do it. Some of it works. Some of it gives me what I needed and not what I wanted. You can always get what you want. You get what you need. (laughs) As a reminder, that song's going to be stuck in everyone's head. (laughs) Okay. Number five. Everything. Oh, (laughs) this is a random. (laughs) This is a random one. But everything I eat supports me, (laughs) and the way that I work out is always enough. Now, you can do this, (laughs) you can do this in any area of your life. Everything I say supports me. Every decision I make supports me. Um, The way that I put out content is always enough. The conversations I have for leads is always enough. The content for the podcast is always enough. The, I don't know, everything is always enough. You know, everything I do supports me, (laughs) And the way I show up is always enough. But let's talk about it in terms of food. I used to have all of these rules around how I needed to eat to be perfect, right? How I need not even to be perfect, but how I needed to eat to get the desired body. And this is actually number six as well. I made it more general. Everything I do is always enough to get me to the desired outcome. But we'll use food and maybe if some other examples come through me, I will give them. But yeah, I used to have this, like, restrictiveness around, like, I couldn't eat this, I had to eat this, I used to make goals of, like, you know, I won't eat this, and I will get all my vegetables in this week, and I don't know, just, like, kind of stressful things, I will do five days of cardio this week, and I have to, okay, let me use an example, because I can go on forever with my nonsense in my head, I was in the yoga class a few weeks ago, And I have the hydro jug, the half gallon glass one. So it's a heavy fucking water bottle. It's fucking huge. It weighs a lot when it's filled and it just is what it is. And I like to fill it up. I usually fill it up two times per day. I usually drink some more outside of that. I don't really know if I actually drink a full gallon. I think setting an amount that you should drink is a fucking dumb goal because every day is going to be different. Your salt intake is going to be different. Your electrolyte levels are going to be different. Your body's going to be more thirsty or less thirsty. Your piss is going to be more yellow or yes, you're going to sweat more or you're going to sweat less. And so drinking the same amount every day is just a good way to fucking dilute your electrolytes and make you fucking overhydrated um, or a way to keep. Dehydrated. So, I was in the yoga class and I just drink as much as I want every day through a water bottle. And you know, there was somebody who was like, Oh, I love your water bottle. And they're like, Oh, I hope that's your whole intake for the day. Kind of alluding to the fact that, like, she struggles to drink water. Now, There's this whole weird thing that happens in the world where the world is like, oh, I'm not getting enough water. And oh, I just, I need to get more water. And there's like health people promoting, like, oh, you know, health promoting behaviors have nothing to do with weight loss, get in enough water. Y'all, why is getting in enough water a problem? How is this, how has this become a problem for us? Your body is like 70% plus water. How on earth could you even allow yourself to struggle and say, I can't drink enough water. It becomes a narrative in your head that then you say, oh my goodness, I'm not drinking enough water. And you put pressure on yourself to, I don't know, there's these stupid water bottles. I think they're dumb. They might serve you. That have like how much you're going to drink by 12 p.m. And then they have like little notches of 1 p.m. And you're almost there and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to get a liter of water. I don't know. My dad drinks like one water bottle from Poland Spring every day. Yes, he uses water bottles, plastic water bottles every day. And it pains me to know that he uses water bottles, but it's fine. I can't control him, but I definitely, you will not find me drinking out of plastic water on a general basis. If I'm like out or something very rarely, like three times a year, I will have that. But anyway, like it just becomes this narrative in our head of we, I struggle to do this. And then you manifest from that. Then it becomes a story just like, oh, my metabolism is slow. Then it becomes a truth then your truth becomes what you manifest from and then you have a slow fucking metabolism. Yo, you can change your metabolism. <laughs> just fucking lift weights. Lift heavy ass fucking weights consistently. Do some hit cardio 3 times a week. Stop telling yourself that you have a slow metabolism and stop fucking starving yourself. It's just really that 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 science does not change. Just because you got older. There's this whole narrative that as you get older, your body gets grosser and you get fatter and your metabolism gets worse and your bone density decreases. Yes, those might be inherent things, but you know what also happens? You stop moving as much. You start eating more like shit. You start becoming more sedentary. You start telling yourself the narrative that, well, this is just the way my body is. There's tons of people who who still are in massively fucking good shape. Joe and I were just talking about this dude at the gym yesterday who's probably close to 70, who's jacked as fuck, who's always been a fucking weightlifter, who has a ton of fucking muscle. You know what I mean? Like, does he look exactly as he did when he was 20? No, he was probably hot as fucking shit. I think he's a hot as fucking shit old person too. You know what I mean? Like, we just can create, do you get this? You can create what it is that you want, even in health. Everything I eat supports me and the way I work out is always enough. If you constantly take action from a place of I'm not doing enough or I should be eating differently or I didn't eat properly today, so, and you answer that, you say, so, I'm going to gain weight, so, blah, blah, blah. I used to have this, uh, this is the last example I'll give, I used to have this narrative in my head that eating out was going to cause me to gain weight. And of course, it was in a time when I was eating out a fuck ton because I was a student, I was working and I was just... I did not have the fucking time and energy to always make my own food. I sometimes did, but you know, you would eat on campus or you would go out to eat with your friends, whatever weekends I would always go out to brunch and whatever. Now I don't really spend a lot of time doing that, but I always had this fear because everybody started telling you, like everyone in the world is like eating out is so much worse than eating at home. So then I developed the belief that every time I ate out, I was going to gain weight. So then I would weigh myself afterwards and I would gain weight and I'd be like, oh my goodness. Yes, it could be salt. Yes, it could be poop. Yes, it could just be dehydration, extra carbohydrates, store extra water in your, um, wherever they're stored that day. It depends on a lot of fucking factors. But it's just like, I stopped worrying about that. (laughs) Now I eat out as it fucking serves me. And most of the time it doesn't fucking serve me. So I just don't fucking eat out. But you see what I'm saying? You create the belief. That belief becomes your truth that you heard from somewhere else, instead of discerning what you want. So discern what the fuck you want to be true, and then do it. If we go to number five, everything I, uh, number six, everything I do is always enough to get me to the desired outcome. There was a point in my business in the beginning where I stopped giving a fuck of how many likes I got, where I stopped giving a fuck about how much my, how much my, about my following was growing, you know, and I just, I stopped giving power to it. I had spent so much energy since the beginning of fucking Instagram of just focusing on growth, focusing on getting more, focusing on getting more likes and more, more of everything going viral. And then as a result of releasing the need to go viral, the need for it to just continuously grow or get X amount of likes or constantly think it wasn't enough likes because people have thousands upon thousands. Some people have millions of likes, right? I think some people have millions of likes, whatever. Like, I released that, and then all of a sudden, clients started coming. It was an energetic release of, I don't need it to be more, it is enough, and then it started being enough, and then ironically, the fucking likes grew, and then ironically, the uh, my following grew, and so then I pivoted to a time when I, for some reason, oh, so what happened was that reels became really fucking big, and then I started feeling really insecure about the fact that I couldn't make fucking reels really well and they weren't going viral and all of this stuff so I started following a bunch of real coaches right I, I created the belief that I need my reels to go viral so then I started following a bunch of reels coaches then I started doing everything that the real coaches says and my income uh, my uh my income yes but my uh reach and my likes and my connection with my audience just massively decreased it was because my intention behind it was I need this to go viral this person told me to use this audio to go viral this person told me to do this to go viral so let me do that instead none of that was inspired action None of that was, it might've been inspired for them, but it wasn't inspired for me. So it did not work. Do you get that? When you take the action that is not inspired for you or by you, it will not work. So then I started releasing that and then surprise, surprise. I mean, my, some posts do really fucking well in terms of likes and comments and engagement and saves and stuff like that others don't but either way I believe that it is fully fucking supporting me and the business that I'm growing and it's hitting the right fucking people and guess what it does I have tons of people who say oh my goodness thank you for this post they didn't even fucking like the post <laughs> but then they message me about it and I'm like cool I don't care if you fucking like it I care obviously I would like you to because it'll help it get seen by more and more and more people but it fucking hit the person who needs it and that person turns into a client beautiful right? Or maybe they just get what they need for my free content. Beautiful. My impact is made that day. Freed up fucking energy. You see, when you hold on to the struggle, right? The coming back to, I think, whatever it was, negative one on our list. (laughs) Um, When you release the struggle, release the story, right? The story equals struggle. So when you release the story around what you're holding on to about why you're not succeeding, about why you need to keep struggling in this way, why things just need to be different, then you free up the energy for things to go well, right? So it's about freeing up energy. Everything is energy. Sure, if my reels went, I've, I've had reels go massively viral over fucking 10,000. I mean, I think that that's probably the most on Instagram that I've had. I've had TikToks go fucking 4 million views, which were dumb fucking TikToks. I don't know why it went <laughs> to 4 million, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't dictate anything. It was my dumbest TikTok yet. It was such a stupid TikTok. And it went massively viral, (laughs) ridiculously viral. It had no value in it. (laughs) It's not going to get me a fucking client. It might have gotten me some brand deals, but it's not going to get me a fucking client. right? And so all of that to say is you can choose what you want. Right, You can choose your content to be so fucking valuable and hit the right fucking people. You can choose your cardio to be so fucking good, even if you just went walking for fucking 30 minutes and have the outcome that you want. This deem that everything you do is good enough. Because if you're not, what what are you living out of? What are you creating out of? Everything I do is not good enough. (laughs) Do you think that's going to give you the results you want? I don't care if you paid the reels coach or not. I don't care if you did your hit cardio or not. It will not be enough. (laughs) Just, (laughs) I feel like I'm quite harsh today. (laughs) In like a laughy, overflowing (laughs) I just have really important shit to say way. (laughs) Uh, But you see, I just deem it enough. (laughs) And when I used to cuck block myself from talking in this manner of just very straightforward, very Spitfire ways. I attracted clients who didn't vibe with my teachings. I attracted clients who can't take things. I don't want to say who can't take things that come to you like straightforward, but aren't very straightforward people, you know, and they need people to kind of validate things and beat around the bush and say it in a softer way. And I'm sorry, but that's just not me. I'm not even sorry. That's just not me. End of story. And so at the end of the day, you have to validate yourself. So yeah, validate yourself, go all in, um, and trust your actions. You know, that's something that I've really had to shift. And in terms of manifestation, it just works fucking wonders. When you trust your actions, when you trust yourself around money, when you trust yourself around putting things out there, when you trust yourself around creating the right programs and saying the right things, you know, we all just search. (laughs) My clients always come to me and they're like, just tell me what to do. I'm like, of course I guide them, but I guide them to their own truth. I guide them to their own path. I guide them to what they feel inspired to do. I used to like just spit, like do this, do that, do that. It didn't fucking work, y'all. I mean, some clients, sure, because it was inspired for them. But that's why I teach very differently than I taught years ago. <laughs> Even in health, <laughs> you know, there's certain things that you need to do. You need to strengthen. You need to eat your fucking broccoli. You need to get steps in. You need to train your cardiovascular system. But f- find a way to fucking do that that fits you. As an entrepreneur, you need to lead, gen. You need to you need to generate leads. You need to nurture your need your needs. You need to nurture your leads. You need to sell to them. You need to create courses or products of some sort. You need to get your message out there. You need to... Oh my God, Joe's cleaning the balcony right now. I just slammed his finger. Are you okay? Oh. Um, you know, you need to do certain things. You need to tell your story to the fucking world. How do you want to do it? Let's let, Like, that's what Align and Thrive is really for. It's excuse me, it's bringing your own, it's like bridging the gap between the things that you need to do in business and the way that you want to do it so you can fully align it with what makes you thrive, align and thrive, end of story. Um, My first business coaching program was Rise and Thrive, and I thought about just doing a continuation of that, an extension of that and stuff like that, but honestly, it's, my teachings are just so different that Um, And I I wanted to change the name of it. (laughs) I thought it was unique for creating Rise and Thrive, apparently a ton. I mean, I'm sure people have Align and Thrive too, but it's fine. Um, But yeah, that's what Align and Thrive is really for. It's for you to really align your business strategy with what makes you thrive, with what's unique to you, with getting your own uniqueness out into the world. And it's six weeks. We're hauling ass. We are just... If you're not ready to fully to like fully show up and put things onto paper and do the things, like the program's not for you. But if you are ready to realign or align your business with what makes you thrive, like we'll be moving fast every single week, but not in an overwhelming way. It's like we're going to have one focus every single week on one area of your business, and you'll have journal prompts. You just fucking answer the journal prompts, and it's going to guide you in the fucking right way. And then you take action from there, whether it's during the six weeks or after. But you will have the... Entire business structure strategy built out for you, and it's just going to be really fucking powerful. And part of that is trusting yourself, trusting yourself to do the things, trusting yourself to show up. You know, so many people are like, oh well, I haven't shown up in the past, and well, you don't fucking trust yourself to. I can't help you. Tr- well, I can't help you trust yourself, would you have to pay me to help you trust you. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but like, just trust yourself. Rewire your brain to trust yourself with everything you eat, everything you do, every way you spend money, every choice you make, just trust yourself, that was something I had to really work with in my relationship currently, I was like teetering, tottering, back and forth, teetering, tottering, teeter, tottering, back and forth, should I stay, should I go, should I stay, should I go, I'm like, what if I just trusted myself in this moment to make a decision and do all and go all in on it, I can always change my fucking mind, you know, And just trust your fucking self. That was something I had to do when I quit my business. When I quit my business. I didn't quit my business. I will never do that. I vowed to never do that. No matter how fucking hard it gets, I vowed to never do that. And it always gets better, easier, better, easier, better, easier. That's my core belief that I'm working towards. But, and starting to embody, but, you know, solidifying it deeper and deeper and deeper. (sighs) Yeah, but it's like when I quit my job, I was like, let me just trust myself to go all in because not trusting myself is not fucking working. So let me trust myself to go all in, right? And I can always make a different decision. I can always go back and I could always go back to Orange Theory. I could always go back. But I was like, I don't want to go back. So I'm going to trust myself to go all in and I'm going to do it. So when you invest, if it's in Align and Thrive or somebody else's program, trust yourself to go all in. Trust yourself that you're going to get exactly what it is that you need. The song of the day, babe, who just walked in. My husband walked in. Is you can't always get what you want. Sometimes you get what you need. Does that sound bad, by the way? Does my singing sound bad? Oh no, his face, y'all. I've been singing it to them like every time it comes through me, and every time I say something to them. Ah, oh, oh no, it's gonna sound like a squawking duck. Fuck. I told them it didn't sound bad in my head. Okay, well, sorry guys. But yeah, trust yourself to do the things. Trust that it's right. Trust that your path... <laughs> this Lear. face. Bye, have a good workout. <laughs> trust yourself to go all in on the things that you desire. Trust that the things that you desire are meant for you. And trust that you're always making the right decision. You always get what you need. Okay? That, that way you can't fuck it up. Okay? We have four or more. I have no clue how long we've been talking for. Probably an hour and some at this point, maybe an hour. It's fine. You can come back to it if you need it broken up. Um, but I saved the best four for last. No, I didn't. They just came through me. Okay. Number seven, the seventh core belief that I live by is the best way for me to wake up is where my body naturally wakes up. So here's the thing. I used to have this idea that I had to wake up at 6 a.m. I used to have this idea that I had to be like up super fucking early. And I've read a lot of books on this. You guys know about a month or two ago, I was reading the 5 a.m. club and I was waking up at 5 a.m. And yes, I believe that different seasons of our life of waking up earlier can really serve us. But here's the thing. When I'm fully rested, (laughs) I feel my best. (laughs) When I wake up naturally to no alarm, I trust that my body gets enough sleep. When I go to bed when I feel tired, but that means I go to bed when I feel tired. I'm not staying up till 12. I'm staying up still till like 9, 9 30, 10, maybe 10.30 10 on average. So of course, there's like weird fucking nights where I stay up a little bit later. But generally, I'm in bed, like in my bed by 9, and generally sleeping by like 10.30. Although last night, I did take brownies out of the oven I believe at 9.45. I did have a nibble of it. Not because you can't have brownies late at night. It's going to store fat. That's not fucking true. I mean, if you eat a fuck ton of brownies, sure, I don't know. But I don't know the fucking balance of your body at that time and what you need. If you needed those carbohydrates and it fucking replenished your glycogen, it'll fucking go there. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. So just saying an absolute truth based off of science is just dumb. Number one, (laughs) there's always conditions. But number two, it just keeps me up. I don't want to have a lot of fucking brownies um, late at night, the sugar fucking keeps me up, yes, that is what I feel, and I just, why would I want to eat brownies and then go to bed, like, I don't feel like I'm fully enjoying it, you know what I mean, I feel like it's more of that, like, I'm shoving it into my mouth, because I shouldn't be eating it, and then going to bed, so I had a little bite of it, and whatever, I'll probably have brownies after I have breakfast this morning, but anyway, (laughs) I've played around with times of waking up at 5 a.m., waking up at 6 a.m., and those really served me, In the times that I've done it, I'm sure I will go back to it. But what if we just stopped judging ourselves? What if we stopped putting ourselves in a box of what we had to do at what times and what our schedule had to look like in order to be successful? You know, you can get stuck in the like, what would my higher self do? What is the highest version of me do in this area of my life? And then create this whole rigid fucking structure. Of what you have to do and what time you have to wake up and when you have to get your cardio in and when you have to do this by and even what time you have to be finished with half of your water by if we go back to that conversation. Or you can just say, I'm going to do what fucking deeply fucking serves me and trust that what deeply serves you in whatever season is perfect for you. And sometimes it may be buying one of those corny water bottles with what, type, what time you finish your water. And other times it might be or like waking up at 5am or 6am. And other times it might be, you know, waking up at whatever right now. I don't know. I'm waking up around 7am. This morning, it was 740am. I don't really know why, but it did. And so by the time I finished my meditation and my breath work, it was 840. And then I came on here, you know, so it was just like, all of this to say is that whatever deeply serves you is what you need to do. Okay, it's always the answer. I have worked with clients who work heavily in their feminine energy, who are constantly like, I just need to wake up earlier, and I just need to get this, and I just need a content structure, and I just need this. Meanwhile, whenever they put it into place, it doesn't fucking work. They never follow it. So why are you trying to put something into place that you will never follow people? Oh, my goodness. Just like in the seasons of my life, when I've been heavily into like planning out every half hour of my day and waking up at 6am and fucking calling us having very strict structure. Those times I couldn't possibly force myself to be heavier in my feminine energy of Oh, I can just wake up up whatever time like listen to yourself. Okay. If you take nothing else away from my list today, of like 14 things, but we just did like 1.5 and like negative one. So kind of 10 things I don't really know. If you listen to nothing else, just listen to yourself, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I just want to shake you. Just listen to yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, the version of you who has all the things that you want doesn't give a fuck what, t- what time you're waking up. End of story. The universe doesn't care what time you're waking up. You can still get everything done because now you have the core belief that there's always more than enough time, more than enough energy, more than enough money, all of the things. You know, I wake up sometimes when I wake up later, like today. I'm like, the old version of me used to be like, oh my goodness, I woke up so late. And now I can't meditate. Now I can't go to the gym. Now I just need to do all of these things. And this morning I was like, cool. I woke up at 740. I feel so fucking rested. I'm so excited to do my meditation. I'm so excited to do my breath work. I'm not going to go to the gym today, not because I woke up late, but because my body is fucking sore. And I'm pretty sure I've worked out every single day in like a, a, a heavier manner since Friday. I think I've weight lifted every single day since Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking Tuesday. I need to take a break, right? So I'm going to go to yoga later tonight. I might do some cardio if I feel called to. If not, I might just go for a walk. It kind of looks like it's going to rain, so I might just do some cardio. I might do none of that. I don't know. But... It's like listening to myself. You know what I mean? You can put the pressure on yourself and start your day fucking hectic and crazy shitting on yourself that you should have woken up at a certain time. Or you can reaffirm to your brain before it goes into that space that, hey, there's always more than enough time and I'm going to get everything done. Last night, I'll give you another example. I had a few extra things on my to-do list that I really wanted to do. I wanted to get an email out about the vision for your business, because my post on it did not really do well. Like it didn't get seen by a lot of people, didn't get a lot of engagement. And I know that it hit the right people, but I had the inspired action to, Hey, I really want to send this out to my email list because I know that there's entrepreneurs on here who need this. And obviously I'm pre-launching Align and Thrive. So let me put it into that email as well and start talking about this is the first thing we're going to be doing. This is how it's going to benefit you. Here are the steps. That's really what the post is about. It's about the steps to bring your vision to life. And I was on a walk with my husband. I was like, oh, I really want to do this. But like, there's no way. Like, I just don't fucking have the energy. I had the energy for the walk. I really wanted to go on the walk. It was a beautiful night out. We skipped yoga, even though we normally do yoga Monday nights. We were just really exhausted from our leg day. And then I came home. I made some eggs and avocado and some brownies and called it a fucking day. And so I could have pushed myself to do the things. But I was like, you know what? What I did today is more than enough. What I did today was fucking perfect. I didn't have energy and time to do the email because I wasn't meant to do the fucking email, but everything else I did was enough. You see how I'm actively restructuring, even at this stage of really solidifying these beliefs in each moment of, hey, what I'm doing is enough. What I'm doing is fully supporting me because then you will manifest from that place. Okay, then you will fucking man- you manifest from your beliefs. So rewire your beliefs, rewire your thoughts to be supportive that everything you're doing is more than enough. And most more often than not, I get so much more done than I ever even had on my to-do list. And other times, I'm like, no, my to-do list was enough. Okay? But no one cares what time you wake up. So stop. Listen to your fucking self. I love my... I have some multiple seven-figure uh, business coaches and just coaches, manifestation coaches, etc., who are like, I've never woken up before 8. Now that I have a baby, I fucking have to wake up. But before that, I manifested fucking... You know, multiple seven-figure businesses never waking up before eight. So, like, who fucking cares? (laughs) You know? You can listen to both the 5 a.m. club, which preaches you need to fucking wake up at 5 a.m. to be a good human. Not a good human, but a successful human. And I tried that for a while, and it fucking worked. And I will probably revisit it when I feel more inclined to go towards a more structured way of waking up. I don't know when that will be, but it's not right now. And I don't care for it to be right now. That can be a truth. And the truth of, hey, I'm never going to wake up before 8 a.m. can also be a truth. Stop working against yourself, (laughs) okay? Just stop fucking creating these rules that work against you. End of story. We need the most thriving. We need the most healthiest. We need the most happiest. We need the most certain and calm and energized version of you and connected version of you. Whatever it takes for you to get there right now, go and fucking do it. That's where money flows. That's where happiness flows. That's where success flows. That's where a six pack flows. If that's what you want, that's where a big ass flows. Like do the things that deeply fucking serve you and trust them. Okay. Number eight. I love this one. It has to do with money. The eighth core belief that I live by is I charge as much as I desire or as little as I desire. And the most perfect clients will always come. I used to have this belief that everything that I sold has had to be high ticket and I sold a fuck ton of it. I sold hundreds of thousands of dollars in a very short amount of time of really high-ticket programs because I had the belief that I couldn't reach those incomes that I wanted and sell low-priced things. Now, yes, I do not have hundreds and hundreds of people in my programs to sell like $50 things, but like Align and Thrive, my newest business coaching program, I really wanted it to be short. I really wanted it to be powerful in that time. I really wanted it to be something that somebody needed. I believe that every entrepreneur newer needs when they're craving to realign their business or just start their business. I just wanted it to be like a short fucking snippet of power in your, in your fucking manifestation and business journey. So I made it six weeks. I charged $555 for it. It is definitely on the lower price for the amount of value you fucking get. And I feel really good with it. Now, my one-on-one is currently $3,333 each and every month. Very different price points something for everybody just as powerful one is just a different fucking transformation right I go all in on the things that I teach whether I'm doing this podcast whether I'm doing a live which I really don't do whether I am creating a course whether I'm doing it for free I go all in on the things that I'm meant to teach in that moment it's like what I the value I give is not dependent on the amount of money that you spend the value It just depends on how deep you're working with me. <laughs> it depends on how much of me you get. Access to me is a lot higher than if you're in a group. Align and Thrive is a group coaching program. Access to me is a lot higher in my one-on-one than in my um, do-it-yourself courses. So, of course, it's going to cost more. You get more of me. You get more of my energy, right? And so wherever you are on your business journey or in your fucking life, value yourself fucking accordingly according to how much energy you fucking give, according to what feels good for you. As you charge the prices or as you say, hey, I want to fucking raise, boss, give me a raise or I'm leaving. Like you set the standard. Do you get that? But you can attract money in any and every single way. You don't have to overwork yourself. You don't have to only have high ticket programs. You don't have to stay in the career that you're in just because you've been there for 50 fucking years. Change as you feel called. Allow your soul to fucking evolve. Okay? Okay. And do what serves you at each and every fucking moment. That is always the fucking answer. I work with a lot of personal trainers, a lot of dietitians, a lot of health people who realize how more important, how much more important the deeper work is than... Wow, is that a hawk? No, I don't think that's a hawk. That was a huge fucking bird with like a red beak. I don't think hawks have red beaks. I'm really ignorant when it comes to bird types. But that was fucking huge. Anyway that was crazy. It like came right next to me. I'm like on the third floor and it was just like, I don't know, maybe it's on my balcony. I don't see it though. But anyway, (laughs) um, I work with a lot of dietitians who realize how much more important the inner work is, how much more the mindset is, how much more your beliefs really drive everything, how much your beliefs really hold you back in terms of health. And when they don't allow themselves to evolve, they build unaligned businesses or they can't even build the business because it's so fucking unaligned. Either way, you gotta, you gotta let your soul evolve, okay? Everything from the prices you charge to the way in which you teach to the your career that you have, like to the people you surround yourself with, you are meant to fucking grow, so allow that. And the most perfect experiences, the most perfect clients, the most perfect downloads will fucking come. Okay, we got two more. Number nine, I can do, be, and have anything in any way that it serves me. That's just a theme throughout everything that I've said. And that that took a long time to rewire. That took a long time to really believe. You know, I lived a lot of my life in self-doubt. I lived a lot of my life thinking I just needed another certification, another thing, another thing to tell me that I was good enough that I could do this. And it's just exhausting. So I believe that the way that I desire life to be is, is what's meant for me. And then I rewire my beliefs based off of the things that I desire. So if I want biz, if I want sales to flow easier, I rewire my beliefs to know that sales can flow easier, and then I rewind my strategy from there. If I want more money, I look at how do I want more money, what are the options that I see, I get really clear on it, I change my products, I change my pricing, I change my log structure, I change my lead generation structure, I don't know, whatever... And then I rewire my beliefs based off of supporting that, because again, you could have anything every way that you want. The first like inkling that I had of this was, <laughs> it was really feeling my ego at the time, but when I was a dietitian and I was first starting my journey online, I would see people who like literally had no clue what they were talking about, literally would preach the complete wrong things. Like even now I have a A beautiful, I wouldn't consider her a mentor of mine. I've never paid her for anything, but I believe you can still, like, you guys are all being mentored by me every single day by, you know, choosing to listen to me. So I've listened to her occasionally. I admire the business that she's built. I'm obviously not going to give away her name, but she has no clue about fucking exercise, but yet she's built a massive fucking health business, a massive, like, spiritual and physical health business. (laughs) And whenever she posts squats, or lunges, or any exercise form, it gets tons and tons and tons of likes. And it is so bad. Like, it's not the worst that I've seen, but it's just blatantly fucking wrong. And I vibe with her on, like, the spiritual level of what she teaches. But I don't vibe with her <laughs> on the fitness level. <laughs> just her form is off, her breath, like she barely has any muscle, like, it's just not somebody that I would ever value in the space, but I value her as a human, and so I started looking and grounding myself into these experiences of looking at people who I clearly knew more than, who I knew 100% that my teachings were fucking solid in this area, and watching them build massive businesses I, and get a massive following, I was like, ah, oh, no, hell no. <laughs> if that person can teach squats in that way, if that person can teach exercise programming in that way, if that person can build a massive impact and income, teaching something that is com- like literally completely wrong, like it's actually hurting your knees or hurting your body, like your knees are caving in, not okay type thing, you know, your back is completely rounding, not okay in a deadlift, right? Then I can do it. And so that's when I really realized that I can do, be, and have anything in any way that it serves me because other people do. So if other people are going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. So put your blinders on, y'all. Put your fucking blinders on. Show up for yourself in ways that inspire you. Show up for yourself in ways that solidify how fucking epic you are. Show up in your business with the things that you have to say in your own truth. And your truth might change. My truth used to be macro counting. My truth used to be waking up at 6am. My truth used to be all of these things that I do not preach anymore. And it changes and allow your business to change. Allow your business to evolve. Allow your health to evolve. Stop trying to put in the box of what you thought it needed to because you decided. Stop putting everything in your life in a box of a way that you thought that your life needed to be. It's just cock blocking the inspiration from coming through you and the massive fucking leaps that you are here to make in the world, the massive success you are here to have in the world. Okay. Last thing. And the most important, this one definitely is the most important is my only job is to thrive. Everything else will follow. I work with high achievers. I work with deeply like go getter humans I work with humans who are obsessed with getting to the next level of success. I love you guys. I love success. I love the next level. We love all of it, right? But what this does is it leads us to burnout. What this does is it leads us to living unfulfilled lives. What this does is it leads us to never making life easy for us, to wanting things in business to be really fucking good and then us being stuck in a business structure that doesn't fucking feel good. It leads us to getting so scared to actually say the things that we want because we're so used to getting that external validation immediately. We're so used to the next client coming in. We're so used to somebody giving us an A on our paper. We're so used to somebody saying, yeah, you did that. But yet when you quit your job and you go all in your business, not many people who are close to you are going to say, oh my goodness, I'm so proud of you. They're going to be fucking scared for you. They're going to project their fears onto you because everybody's businesses fail. Again, a, a belief that you need to rewire yeah same thing if you're a dietitian or personal trainer wanting to pivot into the way that you teach you want to teach more life coaching you want to teach more inner work manifestation spirituality maybe and the physical world maybe you just get completely get rid of it every one of my business coaching clients is very different some completely get rid of the physical world as they teach it and some morph it it's beautiful find your own path but You need to validate yourself. You need to teach what makes you fucking thrive. You need to teach the things that give you that sweaty armpit, sweaty vagina feeling. You need to create a business structure that feels easy and flowy for you. Yes, that you're going to show up for it. Yes, that you're going to have to look at what's working and what's not working. Yes, that you get to audit it. Yes, that maybe you get to learn a business strategy and funnels and ads or whatever it is that you want. And you hire somebody to do some landing pages for you who, you know, can hone in the marketing a little bit better. Cool. You get to do all of that. But you have to do what makes you thrive. Everything in your life is supposed to make you thrive. You are supposed to live in a body that feels like you're thriving in a life that feels like you're thriving. And from that place, you take action and you're a goddamn fucking magnet for the beautiful things that you desire. From that place of thriving, you say the most powerful things in your podcast that somebody needs to hear and it clicks in their head and they're like, fuck yes, I need to pay this bitch. You know what I mean? Like you do the things that make you thrive and now you show up powerfully in your relationship. It's like when I wasn't thriving, this was one of the biggest reasons why I developed this way of being is because when, I, when Joe cheated on me, it was like I realized how deeply I fucking hated my life, myself, how anxious I was, how uncomfortable I was, how I wasn't fully living up to my potential. And so I just wasn't able to show up powerfully for him. I didn't feel sexy in my body. I didn't love myself. Who would feel sexy after eating a fucking entire row of Oreos and a fucking Domino's pizza in the evening? you see tons of Domino's pizzas, at least like two, three times a week. Now, I would probably shit my brains at it if I tried to eat that quality of crap. <laughs> you know, not that I don't eat pizza, but, you know, that pizza's fucking awful. <laughs> there was also a time when we lived in Colorado, there was something called DP dough and they made like calzones and pizza but their calzones were really fucking good and then I think that they also had cookies that were so good, like freshly baked cookies. They were so fucking good. You get super stoned and eat them every single night. It was because I was goddamn stressed during the day. It was because I was working from 4 a.m. to fucking 10 p.m. It was because I never had a fucking second to myself other than when I forced myself to work out just so I could have the body that I wanted. And I had a great looking body, but I looked goddamn fucking exhausted and fucking depleted. And everything I was attracting was just hard. Everything in my life was so hard. And so I realized I have to thrive because not thriving is not fucking helping me. And I started prioritizing thriving. I started honoring my energy, honoring what I needed to eat, honoring rest when my body needed rest, honoring growing my business, honoring myself in all fucking ways. And everything followed suit because I started attracting, not from this hectic, crazy, burnt out, stressed out way, but from this deeply aligned way. I didn't know it at the time. I was just like, I'm thriving. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know much about manifestation at the time, but that's what I was doing. That's why I teach manifestation. That's why I needed to pivot my teachings because this is the teachings that really fucking changed my life. And I realized that the things that changed my life were not the true things that I was teaching. Took me a long time to get here, but now I'm here. Now that's what my courses do. Now that's what Align and Thrive does. So here's the deal. If you're not an entrepreneur, this isn't for you. There's other ways for you to work with me. You could DM me. But if you're an entrepreneur, (laughs) Align and Thrive is for you. If you are starting your business and you know you need to show up powerfully, you know you need to put your ideas onto paper, you know you need to lean into the vision of what it is that you're here to create, lean into the certainty of what you're here to create. And you need, yes, some business structure and business planning, but you also need this deeper inner work. That's what Align and Thrive is for. It's also for you if you are in a place of where you've built a successful business, but it is not fully aligning with what you are here to do now in this next iteration of yourself. So this is not a how to write content, like structural course. This is not a how to do sales course. This is a, here's the important things in content. What is coming through you to create? What is your content structure going to look like? What is inspired through you to create? And let's go and do that this week. This is a... This isn't like a, here's all the ways that you can create a program. Sure, we might talk about it, but this is a, what is the program that is coming through you course? Yeah, there's a difference. What is the program that is coming through you? What is the course that is coming through you? What is the business structure that is coming through you that is meant for you to do in this exact moment? Or maybe way down the line. Maybe that's what you're building out now. Cool, beautiful. But you see how individualized it is for everybody? And that's what the course is really going to be about. So we're going to spend six weeks really aligning and realigning everything in your business to help you thrive, to help you get your message out there into the world, to help you skyrocket your business growth from a place of deep alignment internally. That's why the word align was so important. It's overplayed, but it's also so fucking important. And that's why it's overplayed in a cliche. So that's what we're going to focus on. It's $555 for six weeks. There's a payment plan. I wanted to do it $222 every other week. So you guys were done with it within the six weeks. But the thing is, is that my Kajabi, does not allow me to do payments every other week, which means you guys get monthly payments of $222. So you can either pay in full for $555 all at once, or you can do monthly payments of $222 for six weeks, which is quite fucking insane on all levels, but it is so goddamn fucking good, and I'm so excited for you to get your hands on it. Now, if you're somebody who knows you work better one-on-one, you can add on being a one-on-one VIP client. I believe that it's $2,222 or three monthly payments of $1,111. So you can add that on if you want me like helping you directly. I really work beautifully in a one-on-one container. If you do the group, you 100% can like get feedback and stuff like that. But I personally don't like being in groups a lot because I just find me directi- directly coaching, like di- me directly messaging my coach and be like, hey, I feel like a crazy bitch or hey, I have this idea. Hey, I have th-. Like I just don't do that when I'm in a group. I don't feel fully self-expressed. Um, the group is not meant for you to get one-on-one help. You know what I mean? And so you can get some feedback. But a group is really meant to support each other, to really give back to each other, to really learn from each other. And I really learn best in a one-on-one container. So that's why my product suite this year is really a lot of do-it-yourself in group and the option to add on one-on-one if you're like me and you really feel more powerful when you get one-on-one. And so, yeah, you have those two options. I, I'm not fully launching it yet, but if you feel called to this, I am going to be giving bonuses. I have not decided what yet. Um, but if you feel called, just DM me, Align and Thrive, or email me, Align and Thrive, or email me, hey, I'm interested in this. If you need like a direct thing to message me, Align and Thrive is cool. And I will know what you mean. And we can chat about it, make sure it's a good fit for you. You can get signed up early if you're ready, or you can just start inquiring about it. I find that I like to really know about the program way before I decide if it's for me or not, and I don't like feeling like pressured to do it right in the moment. So just ask me. I'm here for you. Um, but if you're an entrepreneur, I highly recommend, and you're here, you're listening to me, I highly recommend to at least just inquire about the program. I know that uh, it'll serve a lot of you, and the landing page will just give you all the information, and we can chat about it. Absolutely no pressure ever. <sighs> okay, y'all. That is what I have for you today. Today we did the 10 core beliefs that I live by and that changed my fucking life. They've served me at every single stage of my up-leveling journey and my manifestation journey. And it's quite powerful. So adopt what feels good for you. Don't just adopt my, I I used to make this mistake all the time. I used to hear my coach say something like, oh, I believe that, I need to believe that. But I didn't need to. You don't need to believe anything that I believe at all. But adopt it. Number one, I hope that this expands you. I hope that it expands you to help you expand into the impact you're here to make. Expand you to expand into the vision that you are here to cultivate in your life, in your physical reality. Um, and I hope that it just expands you. It gives you permission to really start to shift your beliefs, shift the, your core drivers in life, shift the way you you run your life. And then from that place you develop your own beliefs you develop your own physical goals you develop your own vision for your own life of how good it can be whatever that means to you it has to be unique to you it has to be inspired by you and some beliefs you might not be ready for you know some beliefs you might feel like it's too far fetched cool so what's what what are you ready for right If you want a journaling activity, I love journaling prompts. This is the way that I help you change and implement the work that I teach and align and thrive in every other course I do at this time. I used to like give direct homework of step one, step two, step three. No, now I just give journal prompts. It's way fucking better. You live and you fucking learn. Now this teaches. Now this serves me and my clients a lot better. right? But at the time, it was perfect. We trust everything. But if you want a journaling prompt... Just what are the beliefs that aren't serving you right now? What are the beliefs that keep popping into your head every day or however often, probably way more often than every day, maybe less often, whatever, but usually they're more often. What are the beliefs that are not serving you, that are limiting you, that feel shitty? Sit down with them and shift every single one of them right on the left side. These beliefs fucking suck. These beliefs served a different version of me, served you know, what I've currently manifested, put an arrow, make another side of the page. These are the beliefs that are fucking expansive. These are the beliefs that I absolutely vibe with. These are the beliefs that I'm going to work to solidify or that I choose to solidify from now on into my way of being into my standard way of just believing and thinking. And this is what I'm choosing to manifest from. And don't choose a belief that's so fucking far fetched. Like when I first started, my entrepreneurial journey, I could never say business gets to be easy. It literally was just like, no, I'm going to fucking haul ass in my business. Cool. Choose that belief until it doesn't serve you anymore. And then choose a different belief, right? Allow your beliefs to evolve with the vision that you have for your business and your life. Now it's that business gets to be easy in a way that deeply serves me and my clients. And I haul at hauling ass is just a natural way of my existence, but I equally haul ass and I equally do fucking nothing. And because I'm following the inspired action, it all fucking works, right? So choose beliefs that serve you right now. Go and do that activity. Let me know. And if you want to come into Align and Thrive, or if you're just curious about it, let me know. And, uh, okay. Now that we've sat here for an hour and a half, maybe even more, probably the longest podcast that I've ever fucking had. Whoo! I have to go and eat breakfast but it's 1030 and I've been up for a while. I love you. Thank you for being here. Let me know how this served you. Let me know if you do the journaling. Um, Please share it with your audience or share it with just one fucking person who you know it can benefit. It means the absolute world to me. If you do that and you get my message out there into the world, my goal is to impact as many people as possible. At least one person every single day. You clearly were one of those people. Thank you. Okay, we'll finish this off by my, my goal used to be to impact one person every single day. That was my belief. That was my goal. In business, And then it became where one person just became natural. And now it's a fuck ton of people. And now the amount that I impact now at one point in my journey is going to be such a minute amount. And I'm going to be like, fuck yes. So you see, it's an ever growing, ever evolving belief that just supports me of my goal is just to impact one person. And my core belief is I get to impact one person every single day. And as long as I do that, I feel fulfilled. I know that I did my job, whether I made money that day or not. I know I did my fucking job. Oh my goodness, I also see that one of my plants, totally random, but have to share this because a lot of you are plant lovers. And if you're not, please go get a fucking plant. If you want an easy plant that you, like, can't kill, get a snake plant. Um, but a lot of my followers are plant people. My mon—my Monter- monstera? My monterasat. My monstera. I don't know, y'all. It's the plant that I have in the corner of my office towards the window that, like, I have the beautiful view from that I always take pictures from. I think it's monstera, monstera. I don't know. I should probably look at the, the, the um, sticker on the fucking plant that I left there because I haven't put it in a pot yet. And actually, I do keep my stickers on my plants just because Home Depot allows you to return them. So when I kill them, I return them and I get another free plant, and I'm very grateful for that because they definitely throw a fuck ton of plants out. So I don't really have any uh, issues around that. But anyway. It's growing like one, two, three, four new fucking leaves, y'all. This is gonna be huge. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Another side note, insight into Johnny's life. My husband and I, if we choose to stay together, which honestly, at this point, it looks like we are. I'm very grateful for it. Our relationship has been absolutely amazing. Um, it could change. I don't know. I'm here for. I'm here for it all. But uh, we were talking about possibly moving to Mexico, and you cannot bring like. Different plants and different soil and different agriculture, even different fucking like, uh, I don't know, meat. You can't even bring it across the fucking border. It will get taken away. And so I was having anxiety because I was like, shit, if I move to Mexico, I have to give up my third, actually my 29 plants. I just killed a tiny little plant. Sorry, little plant. I'm not good with small plants. I'm better with big plants, but I'm learning. But anyway, I was having anxiety because I can't bring it across the fucking border. Now I think we, we might be moving to Florida, Miami type area, Miami, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. We have a lot of friends there, a lot of people there. And I've agreed to travel to Colorado as often as I desire. And he's agreed for that as well. So I'm really fucking excited about that. Because as I keep thinking about Colorado, as much as my heart lies there, if you know the story, you know the fucking story. Um, it's just cold. It's fucking cold. I don't do well in cold. I don't like the cold. I like to be naked. Most of the time, I like to be in a bathing suit. I like to be in shorts. I like to be in crop tops. I like to be in sports bras. I love the sun on all of my skin. I think it's just a natural way of being. So I will kind of do the somewhat of a snowbird thing if we do move to Miami, spend more time in Colorado during the summer when it's really beautiful. I'll be probably build some business retreats that happen like back to back in Colorado. Ooh, that feels good. That was the first time that I did that. I love hosting retreats in Colorado, just like get a house for the month and just have fucking people come in and out. That would feel really exciting. So yeah, I'm, you see, I'm building the life where I have the best of fucking both worlds. You see, I was meant to tell that fucking story about my Monstera and me being really fucking sad that I was possibly going to get rid of it. But moving to Miami, we're we'll probably need just a truck for my fucking plans. I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, it's growing. It's really exciting. Okay. Y'all, everything in your life gets to grow. Everything in your business gets to grow. Everything in your relationships gets to grow. Everything in your health gets to grow. Just make it your normal way of being. Human growth. Number one fucking thing. Grow as a human. Everything else will fucking fall into place. Okay. Now officially I'm done and beyond fucking starving to the point where I have a headache. So I love you. I will see you soon. Who? I feel a rant coming through me. So I may come back on later. And uh, I hope that you reach out to me if you feel called about Align and Thrive and we will chat. And I love you and I will see you soon. Thank you for being here.